Brad and Fritz, Brad and Fritz, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for joining us. We're live in the 1.30 to 2.30 Eastern hour, and we are yam-packed. Yam-packed. Boy, look at this list. Ready? I'm ready. Crime, not a crime. Give that girl a raise. Tim Moore update. Worst or greatest product placement ever. The gaffer or the gaslighter. A uh, famous Florida man wants delay in trial, and it's not Trump. Mm-hmm. Guess, guess who's coming to defamation? Jesus. And kind of a drag. Well, it was difficult for me to keep up with all of that. Let's get a Tim Moore update very quickly. Okay. All right. You asked for it. You got it. Courtesy of the New York Post. Here it comes. Let me pull out the thing so I can read the thing. There it is. Headline. North Carolina House Speaker installs spy cameras to intimidate mistress's husband from speaking out. Mm-hmm. Colon. Lawsuit. That's right. Tim Moore allegedly used his political influence as we go over some facts that most of us are familiar with. To bed, former Apex Town Councilman Scott Lassiter's wife, Jamie Lyles Lassiter, who is fine, over the course of their three-year extramarital relationship, according to the lawsuit filed about a week and a half ago. Uh, Mr. Lassiter's 36. He confronted Tim Moore about the infidelity, and Moore responded by allegedly hiring an unidentified goon to install a camera on the Lassiter's Raleigh property earlier this month in an effort to keep the tryst. These are all the great words, aren't they? Words that aren't used in real life. Tryst. Hiring a lackey. By the way, is Walt Nauta considered a lackey, Britt? The guy who serves Trump? Okay. How does somebody... Install a camera on your property. Like, if somebody came onto your property and said, I'm, well, uh, I'm going to have somebody just install a camera here, and you'd be like, sure, why not? Well, uh, funny that you would mention that. Yeah. <clears throat> Lassiter <laughs> claims, yeah. well, hang on, Mr. Lassiter claims to have found the camera inside his flower bed. Yeah, that's interesting. In the early hours of the 1st of June on what would have been his and Jamie's 10th wedding anniversary. They'd separated back in December after Jamie admitted that the affair, but refused to call things off with the house speaker because of course she feared he would can her. Yeah. It's a hundred. She's working as a North Carolina court clerk. Yeah. $122,700 a year job. Yeah. Yeah. Lassiter swapped out the spy device which he claims was planted by a stranger on behalf of Tim Moore. And he put his own camera in there to try to catch the person who planted it. Six nights later, the lackey returned Mm -hmm. the guy who placed the camera for Tim Moore at 3.18 a.m. Isn't it great that there's a timestamp on everything now? So you know exactly when it happened to uh, get the camera 3.18 in the morning, but realized it wasn't the one that he installed. 
he tried to destroy that camera. <laughs> this is getting good, isn't it? Once you get down into the dirty details, it's pretty good. It's so second rate, right? <laughs> what was it? Uh, is that what Watergate was described as? A third rate? Yeah, second uh, rate burglary. All right, yeah. well, hang on. We, we're 50 years past Watergate, and stuff like this hasn't gotten any better. It's it's as lame as it always is. Uh, that's just a little little flavor to to uh, add in here now uh, by the way tim moore denies that uh, he's done anything wrong he says uh what he's he's divorced and she's separated and blah 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 well i don't think that goes back three years for her <laughs> at minimum right if they just if is, they just broke he, up is he really denying that he's done anything wrong because yeah, now yeah, he hasn't yeah, denied he hasn't denied anything <laughs> Right. He, well, he he's well. He's denying that it's that it's illicit, that he's, it's uh, uh, actionable. Yeah. He's called the uh, the guy crazy. He's called Mister Lasseter or whatever his name is. He's he's called him crazy. I think yeah. that was the that's the that's part of a gaslighting kind of situation there. Yeah. I just like it when when the story moves up into uh, any form of national media because I just don't think we get enough credit around here for scandalous behavior it just seems i feel it like it's uh, swept away yeah. i feel like we're in the opening innings i think there's gonna be some crazy shit i think there may be a sex tape involved i gotta be honest with you uh, what 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 you hear the word camera what are you supposed to think i'm just because and you know my predictions have been eerily on on point these days i feel like we're looking at a sex tape uh i think it's going to be shared all over the place before they even know it uh it's it's I think this one is is going to get way worse. Okay, before it gets right. any well, let's, better. Let's let's just put a little pin in that one, baby, and just, uh, just don't and move on here. Uh, crime <laughs> or not a crime? Uh huh. You like that? Yeah, yeah. This is this is great because this is, it, we're not breaking any news by going through this this list. It was compiled by a member of the New York Times editorial board, uh, David Firestone, on what constitutes a crime or not a crime from the Republican point of view. All right, ready? Mm -hmm. Not a crime, all federal crimes, all federal crimes, okay? Now that the Republicans believe that the Department of Justice has been weaponized, well, no prosecutions can be trusted. Now, of course, I will throw in, and Mr. Firestone did not mention this, apparently uh, any prosecution of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, by said Justice Department would be a federal crime. That would be a crime. Hmm. But if it's a Republican being investigated, if it's Donald Trump, Never a crime. Okay. Crime. State and local crimes, if they happen in an urban area or in states run by Democrats, right? Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. and, and crime is bad in, in a lot of cities. But if a crime happens in a rural area or in states run by Republicans, not a crime, even though the crime rates are actually higher in 
states that were won by Donald Trump by a rate of 23% higher. Get it? Follow? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. So crime, we're going back a a moment here, up up a stair. Crime, what they imagine Hunter Biden did. No matter what Hunter Biden did, it's definitely a crime. Influence peddling along with daddy, that's a crime. Even though they really haven't got any evidence proving the theory, and they've got a whistleblower who is just adamant, who, guess what? He's an IRS whistleblower. I thought the IRS needed to be defunded and put out of business, but apparently if you work within the IRS and you claim to have knowledge of said alleged crimes committed by Hunter Biden and or Joe Biden, then it's a crime. (laughs) Not a crime. Ready? What Hunter Biden actually will plead to or has pleaded to already. Yes. Not really. Tax crimes aren't real crimes, right? They're not real crimes, right. When you're, when re- with Republicans, those, those aren't real crimes. And so you got a sweetheart deal. Uh, Trump called it a traffic ticket, right? Yeah. yeah he said he was being okay. smart when he was cheating the IRS. He was just being smart. Exactly. There's aren't, they're not crimes. Also not a crime. Anything that the Trump family did, especially in comparison to anything you allege that the Biden family has done, even though the Trump family, when you look up the words influence peddling and self-dealing, you probably see a picture of every member of that family, uh, especially during the four years that Trump was president, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 and now, you tell me, this story, and it came and went because there's been so much other stuff last week, remember? This is the Trump deal with the country of Oman, which is, again, licensing his name. He's not doing shit, right? But it's going to be another Trump golf course resort thingy. Um, And they're just going to pay him millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's legitimate business, isn't it, Britt? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's commerce. Nothing wrong. That's all that is. All right, crime. Here's a crime. Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server while she was Secretary of State. Worst crime ever. Ever? Probably. No doubt about it. Not a crime. Donald Trump's mishandling of government secrets. Not a crime. Not a crime from the Republican point of view. They've all circled the wagons around him. Let's not talk about what Trump did. Let's just talk about the weaponization of the Justice Department and the two-tier justice system against Donald Trump. That's how you frame that. Crime. Any urban disruption that occurred during protests after George Floyd was killed. Those are crimes. Those are crimes. Those are crimes. Crime, crime, crime. Not a crime. The invasion of the United States Capitol on January 6th, 2021, right? Right. Not Not a crime. crime. Not a crime. Not a crime. Not, Not a crime to the point where we have at least two I know of, Trump and DeSantis, who are ready to start pardoning people who've been convicted of what happened on that day that was not a crime. Uh, Not a crime. Yeah. Crime against children, abortion, and transgender care. Well, sure. Performing most abortions now a crime in, do you know how many states? 14 states. 
Good Lord. 20 states have now banned trans gender minors getting gender affirming care. And we're working on it here in North Carolina. We're working hard. I have the story. We can get to that in a moment. Not a crime against children. Possession of guns that kill them. <laughs> it's never a crime. In fact, not only is it not a crime, it's always too soon to ever talk about the fact that it isn't even a crime. Right? Mm-hmm. If we added up the amount of time that's been too soon after the shootings, mass shootings, shooting of children, we're not going to be able to talk about that until the year you know, 2090. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Because I don't think that's concurrent time on the clock. It's consecutive days and months and years that you're not allowed to talk about things like that. That was kind of an interesting little list. And, you know, it does, it does reveal itself day after day, week after week, month after month in the way things get framed. And uh, this doesn't even, address the use of the phrase law and order, <laughs> what that means in general. Law and order, of course, and uh, we can we can freelance this one ourselves, Britt. It's not on, not on the list that was uh, compiled by Mr. Firestone. Law and order for Republicans is anything that has to do with street crime or Democrats. Mm-hmm. And law and order has nothing to do with prosecuting Donald Trump via the Justice Department of the United States or a prosecutor in Georgia or a prosecutor in the state of New York for crimes the likes of which we've never seen by a president or an ex-president. That's not law and order at all to enforce those laws, right? That's Mm -hmm. the difference. That's That's the difference. All right. Kind of like that list. Kind of like where he went with that. Crime or not a crime, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Now, you you mentioned it, so uh, let's go there. First of all, I'm very, very excited that uh, at the uh, temple I belong to, Temple Emmanuel, it's uh, Temple Emmanuel Drag Bingo Night. It's tonight. Y'all come. Tonight. Tonight, 7 o'clock, 10 bucks to get in it says uh join us at temple emmanuel for a night of drag bingo family friendly it'll be a fun evening with snacks and friendship and music we'll be playing bingo with a twist hmm so so hopefully you can join us you can also pay at the door for bingo get the and it's hosted by brenda the drag queen and that sounds we, pretty uh, cool certain- I'm, glad, I'm glad the temple's doing that it sounds like a lot of fun yeah uh, I'm just wondering, I'm waiting for the first letter to the editor to the local paper hmm. that goes completely bonkers, bonkers over that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just wait because that's the end of the world. And you know who probably funds all these drag bingo nights, not just at Temple Emanuel, but probably at lots of synagogues across the country. The Jews. Jews. Oh, well, wait, Jews. It's, the temp- it's a synagogue. Of course it's the Jews. Yeah, at least course. you guys are being transparent about it this time. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're not hiding it this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, in the rest of North Carolina, 
You're right, Britt. We have the Senate Bill 579, which will crack down on drag shows that uh, started moving uh, today in the General Assembly of North Carolina. It passed unanimously in early May, but it morphed today in the House, picking up extra sections that generated concern from uh, Democratic lawmakers that the measure will be too broad. Several lawmakers questioned whether the bill would forbid Broadway shows that include nudity from being performed at publicly owned theaters like DPAC in Durham. Yeah. Democrats also said the bill seems to ban the annual Beaver Queen pageant fundraiser in Durham, despite it being considered a family-friendly event. We're going a little bit too broad on this one, says uh, Marsha Mori, Democrat of Durham. You think? You think? Yeah. And what, what set this off, apparently, was a performance a few months ago at Forsyth Technical Community College in Winston-Salem, where a dancer in drag straddled a student. Yeah. The college has dual enrollment, meaning high school students as young as 14 can come to campus. Yeah. And the bill comes from the parents who want to protect their children. Obviously. Protect their children. Well, I have news for you. Parents who want to protect your children. If you're worried about some, some, some drag performance that your kid goes to, when they're 14 years old, take away their fucking phone and lock them in a room yeah. and don't let them come out until they're 21 and then send them away because this is not a threat to them. No, it's just not. So. I don't think so. God almighty. <laughs> but we're not alone. Lots of states doing it. Oh, no. Yeah, no, we're not the only ones being stupid. No, uh, no, no. We've got company in the stupid pile over there for sure. The bill would also add a new crime to state law, sexual contact with a minor. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. That already wasn't. Uh... Okay. Yeah, I guess not. This would cover intentional touching by an adult with a minor that can reasonably construed as being for the purpose of sexual arousal or gratification, which would be a class A1 misdemeanor. Oh God! I, I think we already have laws on the books that cover that. I, it feels yeah, like to me no. this may be. No, we don't for it. They're not specific enough. Feels, feels like maybe this is a, a, again something that. Uh, staying local here, we blew it, Britt. We blew it bad. How? Because we went on Sunday to a baseball game together, you and me and John the Catholic, a minor league game. Yeah. We saw the Greensboro Grasshoppers against the uh, Winston-Salem. Are they still the Dash? Still the Dash after all these years. Yeah. And if we would go on July 5th, July 5th, we'd get to see the Budweiser Clydesdales. They're coming to town. They're coming to town. Now, these aren't the Bud Light (laughs) Clydesdales because I wouldn't want to have anything to do with seeing them because you know what they stand for. They got like rainbow colors. They're all sprayed like rainbows and shit. Yeah. These are the the big, tough, manly Clydesdales, the the ones you've seen in the commercials all these years. So are the Clydesdales now like going to see the four tops? Like they're the the grandsons of the original 
Clyde's Tales. Yeah, it's the like original. Cl- right. <laughs> it's like, if you go see the, if you go see a band that was around fifty years ago, if you get a roadie that was originally with the band, you know, that's still there now. You know, yeah. that's you're lucky. Right. Uh, they'll be in Greensboro, then they'll be over in Winston Salem for for that game. So we're 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 getting uh, we're getting the yeah. Clydesdales. That's pretty damn exciting, huh? Oh, it is. They're it's, just they're just giant horses. That's all they big ass horses. That's all, and they got a they got the a Dalmatian with them. Yeah, there's the a Dalmatian that travels with them. He used to be called Bud. I'm assuming we're up to Bud twelve at this point. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, either the world's greatest or the world's worst product placement ever. And this, I credit to. Uh, Alexandra Petri of the Washington Post. And I was thinking of this when I first heard the Trump tape the other night when he when he uh, said, hey, uh, bring some Cokes in, please. Yes. I was surprised he didn't say bring a diet Coke for me because you never hear him go uh, full generic and just say, say Coke. So the question is, yeah. And I know this isn't going to move the sales needle for for Coca-Cola one way or the other, right? Right. But is this the greatest incidental, accidental product placement mention ever? Because think of how many times that's getting played. And by the way, uh, Coke doesn't need it. We understand that. Yeah, but I I think also there's probably some people in the company going, God, couldn't he want Pepsi? Holy shit. Why does it always have to be? Yeah. Uh, And also, like, this is one of those things where I feel like at some point in time, I don't know, a year from now, six months from now, he's going to try this new product called Coke Zero, and he's going to act like he invented Coke Zero. And nobody else discovered it before him. I tried it. It's this great thing. It's new. They just made it for me. It's called Coke Zero Sugar. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's something that I'm enjoying. They send me a whole bunch of it. I've got it right here. Yeah. Did you like the uh, the question posited by uh, by Keith Olbermann? Who are the other people? Who who are the other people that were on on that on that recording with him? Oh, obviously, obviously, and you know what I think? I think this is one of those Jack Smith knows. Oh, he knows really well, and he's known a long time. Who else is? And he's already talked to everybody associated with that moment. Which remember how long ago that occurred? Right, a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, it's like the end of 2021, fall of 2021. You know, we always have to run. By the time we find out about it, because CNN gets a hold of the yeah. the uh, audio, or it's uh, on the front of the New York Times, the Washington Post, the the prosecutors have long, long known about it, and I've uh, heard more than once some of the people in a, uh, intimately associated with the January sixth congressional committee in the House say, oh, yeah, they are talking to people that we could not reach, yeah. that would not speak to us, and some we didn't even know about. So um, the only question, and this is a more broad question for you, Britt, I'll talk about it too, of course. Um, this, is, this isn't a question of throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something will stick because this isn't just – I mean, th- this is, you know, yeah, five tons of spaghetti, and it's all going to stick for the most part. A piece or two is going to fall off. And is this is this too much? Um, 
I don't think it is, and here's why. When they finally get to court, uh, they are going to boil this down. They're going to simplify it, make it really, really easy. Because if they really do, and I guess this is the uh, actual number, they have 84 possible witnesses uh, just in the uh, documents case in Florida, they, they can't have a trial with 84 witnesses. They don't need 84 witnesses, right? Um, but at some level, are you are you thinking that, that uh, you know, when you throw in the time element, and of course Jack Smith now doesn't have any control over the time or when the trial will start, is is this is this too much? I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is because, you know, you have a guy, Trump, who is, you know, like every mafia figure times 100, uh, unwilling to give an inch, unwilling to admit he's wrong, unwilling in the face of obvious evidence thrown right in his face. Uh, even on Fox News when they do this to him. And now they're nasty. Brett, Brett Bear was nasty. Right. He's turned on Brett Baer. Um, you know, he will not give an inch. The Roy Cohn theory of behavior uh, courses through the veins of Donald Trump. It's never back up, mm. never give in and just keep attacking. So if you're the prosecutor in this. Possibly the most famous court case in American history, I know. Sorry, O.J., I apologize. Uh <laughs> Uh, yours was the the uh, trial of the last century. We'll give you that one. Um, do do you do you think that there's just too much, too much stuff? Yeah, too much stuff. No, I think you show overwhelming force in the beginning, as you say, you pare it down. Like again, again, this isn't Jack Smith's first rodeo. When you throw eighty four witnesses at him, there's a there's a point to that, where that yeah. anyone who has had four more than five minutes with a law degree would go, Oh shit, we are kind of cooked here. You know, that, that, I think that's the point of that. And as you say, Jack, Jack Smith is not, if, if he didn't have a case against Donald Trump, he wouldn't bring a case. He's not going to look like an ass in public. If he didn't have everything locked down to the second, to the minute, to the witness, he ain't going to bring a case. So yeah, you know, he I, has all, he has all that experience oh, prosecuting God. war crimes uh, in in Europe at the Hague with did did he uh, nail Slobodan Milosevic or people I, I guess maybe, it, some yeah, of the, some of those kind of people he, he's he's uh, not going to look like a dumbass in public he right. realizes the the importance of this case the gravity of the situation and as you said with the time element it's been eleven months almost since they had the quote unquote raid at Mar-a-Lago that was uh, like last August first of August last year so yeah there's there's I'm, I am enjoying though idiot boy running his mouth up in new hampshire and coming up with 12 different excuses it's it's my favorite shit it's the greatest of all time <laughs> when when you prosecute war crimes on a mass scale committed by someone uh and they probably faced this i'm sure they did when they put the Germans on trial at Nuremberg and they put their, you know, there were Japanese war crime trials also later. Um, There's an unending number of directions and witnesses to the crime that you could talk to. 
And they figured out, obviously, very well how to pare that down and edit themselves and and make uh, a case that you just can't look away from. And I I feel pretty confident that's what they're going to do and, and that this should, under any circumstance, override the fact that the jury is being drawn from largely uh, Republican parts of Florida. And these people are going to, in the face of just overwhelming evidence, go, oh, I don't see anything here. I, th- I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, the jury system is is weird. It's unpredictable. Crazy things happen. But I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, they can't. It doesn't. In this whatever case. case that they've got, like, let's just say right now, the case is the case. Everything is locked. And Donald Trump was not saying one thing in public. He was keeping he's keeping his mouth shut like a like a good boy and not giving them hand grenades and stinger missiles to launch at himself every hour of the day. He'd still be in. in, in, He he would be. He'd be in deep shit. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But, you know, you're right. He just he just bought a cake and put another five feet of icing on top of it to to convict himself so just, just in the past uh all oh, 48 hours i mean i think overwhelmingly what we're still going with the argument is i had the documents i could have had the documents they're mine to have everybody shut up that's like the, the number one the other one was no it was just a newspaper article shut up well the, the recording proves that's not the case all right all right it wasn't a newspaper article i was just bragging I was bragging is what I was doing. It was bravado, right? This is one of the one of the 75 things that he's been hamana, 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 saying over the past 24 to 48 hours. They open up the campaign headquarters in New, New Hampshire. They get him alone, and he's hamana, 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 hamana. It, it, it's the best. Now, think about this. With all that uh, you know and I know and that uh, everybody knows, and even people who love Trump and watch Fox, no. Based on what you now know, do you think this is the person that you want presiding over our national security and those same kinds of documents and secrets and war plans for four more years based on what you've seen about this guy? And I know that if you put a microphone man on the street in front of serious trumpers they would ignore what i just said and they'd say well yeah but but biden confused uh, uh china with uh with iran uh he can't he he doesn't even know what country he's in that would be their answer right we're, we're gonna bomb somebody and he's gonna bomb the wrong wrong country because he's confused right. that's what's gonna that's happen. exactly right which gets us to the gaffer or the gaslighter yeah likely opponents in 2024 because uh today it's a it's another one of those uh, just a, a brutal headline against joe biden because he talked about the russians invading what iran instead of uh, ukraine one yeah. time and well that's just proof that so that's a gaff right yeah. That's a gaff. That's an 80-year-old guy who made a mistake. Uh, I don't think the Iranians think that uh, we're about to invade them based on that. 
and they know that because they have all these war plans, <laughs> probably from Trump. They probably know them. But so you have the gaffer uh, versus the gaslighter, right? Mm-hmm. What a choice we have. Um, I'll be the first one to admit it's difficult to watch Joe Biden make a public speech. He was speaking earlier today in Chicago. And it it hurts to, to watch him stumble through just a garden variety speech. It does. It, it does hurt. But I, I saw him sit but, down. You know, with, I don't care that I'm, I'm going to play the. Yeah. yeah, I saw him sit down with like Stephanie rule from MSNBC. Uh, and he was perfect. I mean, like in a one-on-one interview thing, he looked perfect. That's, well, see, you know what? That's how, quote, they are, people that age. They're, they have moments of great lucidity and, like me, <laughs> other times you just fumble and stumble and sound like idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have uh, true problems processing the information. And since Joe Biden does have a stuttering problem that goes back to when he was a child, you get to play that card. And I wouldn't even think about comparing whatever you think might make Joe Biden unfit to be president. There's nothing close in that to what Donald Trump is, was, and always will be. It's it's not even close. Can you, uh, just for example, what we were talking about, close. like with Trump not being able to shut up, can you imagine if Joe Biden was out there every day running his mouth about Hunter Biden, like every day going, my son can do whatever he wants to, and he had nothing wrong with anything, and you guys shut up, and he smokes a little crack. So, Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you, you are not capable. Artificial intelligence could not come up with – a confusing, deceptive enough word salad. Exactly. <laughs> equivalent to Joe Biden defending Hunter Biden alongside what Donald Trump does to try to defend himself against the more and more indefensible entire life that he has led day after day after day. And we always have to step back and remember that if he does have any actual legal representation (laughs) they don't want him to speak yet he does so he becomes a worse witness or better witness against himself (laughs) every hour on the hour day after day and it's like the daily show where they have to have like a group like a a team of people going through all the clips to, to get shit they're going to have to have that with this case, like to just try to separate all well, they of do. the incriminating stuff that he's saying on a daily well, they basis. Do. Not, I mean, if you remember how well constructed the video presentations were yeah. at the January 6th hearings, they were pretty good. They were something the likes of which we've never seen at congressional hearings. The it's never been done committee. that way before. You mean right? the unselect committee? That, that's right. And uh, they did not have an unlimited budget uh it was coordinated by a guy who had you know i guess worked at abc and was in charge of uh, a lot of what they've done in their news division for decades so he knew what he was doing remember when he was first hired I do. people were shaking their heads going oh great they're going to turn it 
into some kind of uh, Saturday Night Live comedy show. Yeah, yeah, Saturday Night Live. And it turns out that the guy was spot on. He knew exactly what to do, exactly how to edit it, exactly how to put giant teleprompters up in front of all the the, uh, Congress people. So when they were reading into the camera, they did a pretty good job, and they didn't have to squint to see a little teleprompter because they had these giant ones in front of them. We didn't see them. You'd have occasionally you would see a shot from behind and you, you saw how large they were. So they know. So, but anyway, my point is that if the January 6th committee was capable of of doing that kind of on the fly, I can guarantee you that the full weight force and funding of the Justice Department is going to be able to to do one better. But we're not going to get to see it on TV because, oh, of course, uh, we just can't see a federal trial, Brit. Those are the rules. It we don't sucks. want to change that. I mean, it, it, it is an interesting strategy, and I think it's great that, you know, as he was he's lying, saying, no, 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 it's just a newspaper article. That's when all of a sudden this audio appears on CNN and the New York Times gets it and goes, no, that's not, it's not a newspaper article. So this team knows what they're doing. I mean, these people know what they're doing. They're not going to let him get away with saying that in public without having what you've not heard from the Trump team yet. I think they're saving this as a – just an ace in the hole. That's yeah. not my voice on the recording. Of course. Artificial intelligence. AI. Oh, yeah, yeah, AI. I, I think it's yeah. AI. It's not me. Uh, they've manufactured that. that uh, wait for that one. That one may show up before the weekend. But here, here's, the pro- here's the problem with that. All the other people who are in the room and the women who did the recording are going to say, that's real. I was there. I heard it. Now, w- will that uh, penetrate the 30%, the cult? No, they'll believe Trump when he says it's not me. Yeah, that doesn't uh, matter. In I fact, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's uh, the middle of Wednesday, as you say that. I'm surprised that that hasn't been pulled out of the hat already by Trump, don't you think? You, what you got to do is, if you're Trump, is you come up with some sort of fake expert who has analyzed his voice, compared yeah. it to the recording. It's not my voice. It's not my. See, I, and I, I kind of think you should lead with that. But he's gone through all of his great defenses so far. Yeah, yeah, and and he can't do that now because he's been answering the content that's there. So he can't possibly, and I know, wait, hang on. I know in Trump world, nothing, nothing matters, but he can't now say that his responses to what he admittedly knows he said and acknowledges that he said that those answers and those excuses don't count because now I've decided it wasn't me. He can't can't do that, but he will. You're right. He could. (laughs) Oh, man. That's just... It's it's too rich. I mean, you you have to think that at least I don't even know if anybody tries. I don't even anybody know if anybody from the legal team tries to go, sir. Don't say blah 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 today. <laughs> Does anybody no, still have those conversations uh, with him? Today? Have you figured out? No one tells him what to say or not. Well, to do you say. even have try you that? You keep you keep trying. Ivanka's going to walk into his office. No. What are no. these people doing? What what are they doing, Brad? I've got $3 million in my pocket. What do you want me to do, sir? Nothing. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to go over there and incriminate myself again. You got it, sir. I'll be over here in the corner. We'll just wait until that's this. About, that's about time. it. Yep. That's about it. 
Sir, yeah, I'd like to give you it. some legal advice. Fuck you. I'm going to go over this camera and lie some more. You got it, sir. Go ahead and put another million in that account. Well, have you heard any of his ex-lawyers say, yeah, we discuss strategy all the no, time. But you try. You at least try. <laughs> Please, yeah. sir, could I get you to stop incriminating yourself today? Could we stop? This is the one thing I want you to concentrate on today. Don't say this one thing. And then we just concentrate on And then he blows no. through it. But at least you can say, I have a document of it. We had the meeting. Here's the recording of me. Because later on, he's going to lie and say that I didn't say that. But then you go, I told him specifically, don't say this. And then he immediately, within five seconds, went out and said it. Yeah, without belaboring the point that if you're a Trump lawyer and your biggest concern is documenting anything that you said to him that was legitimate legal advice because he'll lie about what you told him at some point in the future, that's a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> All right. It's got to be uh, the greatest job, though. It's got to be the greatest. You, yeah. At some point, you just try reverse psychology. Go out there and say everything, sir, and just hope that works. Famous Florida man wants to lay in trial, and it's not Trump. This is great. This yeah, is great. Yeah. It's Ron DeSantis. Yes. Ron DeSantis, who suddenly, suddenly has decided that the trial that's going to involve the Disney Corporation suing the uh, state of Florida for essentially trying to run them out of business and infringe on their First Amendment right to speak, Ron DeSantis doesn't want that trial to occur until, that's right, does this sound familiar, after the 2024 election. In fact, he wants it, you ready? You want to play high-low on this? He doesn't want it until August of 2025. Golly. 2025. Boy, you want to talk about uh, be careful for what you wish for. Jesus. When DeSantis and whatever brain trust is around him decided, oh, this this Disney thing, it's gonna, we're just, this is going to help us travel right to 1600 pennsylvania avenue because america hates disney as you know as and they're the know. most woke they're the most woke liberal uh homosexual loving corporation in america and america really hates them well, let's make sure america knows about that and off they went uh the fact that you want to delay the trial is surprising governor DeSantis, because if you're in the right if you have a righteous case if you did not attempt to squelch Disney's First Amendment rights, and you are the government, right? That is a First Amendment kind of case. Um, you know you're fucked. <laughs> what the heck? Well, this is going to interfere with uh, DeSantis's first term as president. So this has got to be—he's got to. I know. I understand that. I get it. I understand that. I understand that. Uh, let me let me do one as we are uh, exiting because a couple of guys got roasted on this one. Tommy Tuberville, the former Auburn coach, senator from the great state of Alabama, was touting this new broadband um, program. The federal government is going to bring millions of dollars and try to get everybody on in broadband in rural areas well, of uh, Alabama. Well, of course, because he, you know, he looks out for the people of his state, Britt. He cares about the citizens of Alabama, and he was fully behind this yeah. venture, right? 
except for the fact that he voted against it and about 70 trillion people dogged him and dragged him and pointed this out. He wasn't the only senator who did this. This is a classic Republican tactic. Uh, we talked about the American recovery plan. We talked about the thing that Obama did when he came into office. Uh, it was the same situation where Republicans were voting against shit left and right. And then all of a sudden, when it's time at your local community college to get out the gold shovels, here comes the Republican who voted against it, touting how great this was going to be for the district. Uh, Tuberville got got just blasted for this yesterday. It's good stuff. And you know what? It won't matter. It really won't. It won't matter. He'll show up at the groundbreaking for the new uh, cell towers or whatever, and he'll get away with it. And He'll go over to Daphne, Alabama, show how quickly he can download porn. It'll be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have an obituary here, Uh-oh. a good one. What's this one? The guy's name is Joe Pettit, P-E-D-O-T-T. His legacy to the world is the Chia Pet. Chia. Chia, 91. And you're thinking, well, that would be enough for anybody, right? Mm-mm. Mr. Not Petoff anymore. also was the clapper. Clap on. Oh, the clapper. Clap off. Yeah. Pretty great. Of those two, which um, do you think was the greater invention? Which one do you think was much better than the other one? I don't want to have to choose. Clapper. I, I think a clapper by far has to be considered oh, superior wait, wait. to Chia. There's more. Wait, oh. there's more. The garden weasel. Yeah. You remember, do you remember the garden weasel? Not, not I do. quite. Yeah. yeah. If I'm ranking them, it's one clapper, two weasel, and then three uh, Chia pit. Those are my in, in of his yeah, great. The the Chia Pet and the Clapper are included in collections at the Smithsonian Institution. If you're him, do you go ahead and get buried with a garden weasel in your coffin? Well, no, you make the, the guys dig in the grave. <laughs> use the garden they don't get to use weasel. their standard shovels. They have to use garden weasels. You know, if they and they close the uh they close the lid on the coffin by Okay, there we go. Yeah. Now we're done. (laughs) That was a great way to end, I thought.